Welcome to the Right Ladder Podcast, where two lifelong friends discuss the ups, downs, successes, and failures associated with pursuing personal and professional goals. On the first of every month, we will be reflecting on our progress in an honest and sincere way in the hope of inspiring and encouraging others to pursue their goals. In this episode, we reflect on 2020, what worked and did not work for us, what we are going to change and what small pleasures we found whilst in lockdown. Happy New Year, everybody, and welcome back to the Right Ladder podcast with myself, Cal, and my good friend, Sam. Hello. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, not bad at all, man. It's been a nice, relaxing couple of weeks. Uh, how about you? How are you doing, Callum? Yeah, no, I'm grand. It's been good to actually have some rest over Christmas. Uh, recording this, aren't we? So we've just had Christmas Day. What day is it today? It's the 27th, 27th. yeah, day after Boxing Day. Mm. Yeah, so we've had a nice, different Christmas. Um, but uh, it's been nice to just relax and know that because there's nothing, because we can't do anything... It's kind of nice to not do anything, if you know what I mean. So I know exactly uh, what you mean. I, I am a big yeah. fan of not doing very much. And I feel like, you know, all the animals at wintertime, they like to rest and have a little sleep. Why shouldn't yep. we do the same? You know, we're animals too. Absolutely. So what have you been up to then? I broke up from work on the 18th of December. And since then I have been, oh, do you remember last time I said I was looking at setting up a VCR business, yep. like a uh, video yep. to DVD? Yeah. Uh, well, I bought a VCR, I bought all the tools, I bought the capture software and I've, I was looking forward to setting it up and having a little tinker with it. And it turns out that the VCR I bought um, is not compatible with the recording um, hardware that I bought. So oh, no. yeah, so I've got to resell oh. this old VC- VCR and it's hard to find VCRs yeah. anyway. The last new VCR was made in 2008, so it's difficult okay. to find a good one. So yeah, yeah. trying trying to source a new VCR. A bit annoyed about that, but you know you've got to take it on the chin, aren't you? Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. And then, uh, other than messing about, playing games, watching Christmas films, um, family time, I have been looking at um, scaling my print-on-design business. Yeah. So I've got about one thousand five hundred completed designs, Callum, that I've got on two platforms. Yeah. And I've, I've I've identified another three platforms where they'd be good, but uploading 1,500 designs onto each of them is going to take hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours, you know. Yeah. Um, so I've been looking at ways to automate that. I found a service called Flying Upload, where which is like a monthly subscription charge, but they do all the uploading for you. And uh, it just feels like this could be the next step in scaling my business forward, you know. Um, right. and, and it's quite exciting, really. It's like a shortcut to uh, more monthly income, essentially. Yeah, so, it's streamlining, isn't it? It it's is, like, that's right. Yeah, and uh, what do they call them? Like It's like your bottleneck. You sort of, at the minute, you want to scale up to quite a large... You want to scale it up quite rapidly, let's say, but there's a lot of work to do there. It's quite a bottleneck, so finding something like that is definitely taking a bit of pressure off, I suppose, isn't it? Exactly, that's exactly right, yeah. For me, as, as one man, to upload all these designs, it takes so much time and effort, but I'm hoping that this yeah. is going to blast me straight through and save me a lot of time. So I'm going to give yeah, that a go. Sure. I've been trying to get a place on uh, Merch by Amazon as well, which is what the most popular print-on-demand service run by Amazon, but it's so hard to get a spot. Why um, is that? 
uh, it's just very exclusive. I've been applying for years, and um, well, for t- for one and a half years, I think I've done about fifteen applications, and I've been rejected every time. Even though I've got five thousand plus sales, you know, over three platforms, I've got the credentials, um, but for whatever reason, they just won't accept me. Okay. Um, it's I think it's partly because um, it, it's like it's it's a very exclusive club, I suppose. Um, but yeah, for, for them to accept anyone nowadays is very rare. But I'm going to keep trying. And when that happens, that'll be another little breakthrough. So I'm keep going with that. What else have I been doing? Um, yeah, some nice Christmas films with a fam. Um, had some friends over, my brother, Esther's brother on Christmas Day. That was nice. And uh, yeah, sort of going through the Christmas motions, but enjoying it a lot. Um, Fell asleep on the settee in front of the Christmas tree the other day <laughs> about 11 o'clock. It was really nice. Got some uh, Christmas flavored coffee. You you know how it all goes, don't you, Cal? Nice, lazy yeah, Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mine's been pretty much exactly the same. I've been working so well. I finished work about a week ago now, but sort of leading up to that, I've spent loads of time trying to sort of um, basically like design my website and uh, and sort of like expanding the brand and looking at how I can take what branding I've got so far and import that into the, you know, sort of import that into the website, um, get that on things like a t-shirt, a bit of a uniform, because a lot of the work now has dried up. The actual physical work um, that I've been doing, it's dried up's not the right term, but you know, it's Christmas. So there isn't much going on over the Christmas period. So it was a good time to sort of like change direction a little bit and look at what's now important. So over the next few weeks, there isn't going to be any sort of actual filming or recording or producing any content for anybody. So it it seemed like the perfect time to actually focus on the business side of it and, you know, like create a bit of a balance between actually going out there and producing content and then thinking about how my business is actually presented to people. Because at the minute, I'm just a person that's engaged with a few people but now I'm in a position where my name is getting out there with a few people a bit more so they need to have a clear idea of what right ladder looks like um so that's been nice I've been engaging with a couple of other people again it's not something that is a specialism for me so I've kind of um reached out to a few people that I know to help me with that Uh, So that's been really nice, but I was trying, I've been really busy with that because I wanted to actually be off for a couple of weeks over Christmas and not do too much work because it is about rest. And, you know, when we've talked in the past about sort of dedicating yourself to two hours a night or, you know, doing an hour every day or whatever it is you decide is the best for you, um, time can pass really, really quickly. And before you know it, you realize that you're actually quite knackered. So it's been quite nice to just sort of know that that was done. It was finished. Everything that I wanted to do was shipped off and I've been able to just relax um, for the last for the last week at least and especially the next week or so I'm going to be relaxing quite a bit. Um, so yeah, it has been a bit of relaxation for me over the last couple, well, the last week or so. Uh, reading, Sounds good to me, um, man. Yeah, yeah, it's been, it's, been, it's been nice. I've been able to pick up a book, um, which is Station Eleven. This was lent to me based off the fact that I really enjoyed Earth Abides. Oh yeah. Um, uh, so a friend, a friend lent me this and said, "Just read it." And the premise of it didn't quite click with me straight away, um, but I sort of stuck with it, and I cannot put it down. <laughs> so I won't go into it too much detail just yet. But so yeah, that's all I've been doing really. I've ticked off the website planning and preparation and all the branding stuff. Had a little bit of a read and now I'm just prepping for the new year and 
other episodes of this podcast. So I think you've uh, you've done it dead right there, Callum, because you can have the most amazing product in the world, but if nobody knows about it or if your website looks bad, it ain't going to sell. Nobody's going to care, are they? Um, and you, you're right. You've picked the right time of the year for it. Sort of December, January, things are a bit slow. People haven't got as many hours. Um, so yeah, this is the right sort of time to rejig and readjust. That's why you make resolutions around this time of year. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so I think sure. you've uh, you've uh, picked a good time there, Callum. Well done, mate. Yeah, cheers. It's been interesting uh, actually taking a step back from um, actually producing content and working with equipment and, and gear and learning the craft and the trade. Um because that's all I have focused on, so much so to a fault, which is one of the things I'm going to talk about later. But it's been nice just to say, do you know what? I'm going to put this stuff down and I'm just going to take a step back and I'm going to sort of, like I said, redirect myself to something. And it's been a nice bit of respite from it. Mm, refreshing. You know, I'm working on this like almost every day, still giving myself those breaks we talked about in the last episode. But I could definitely feel exhaustion or... Uh, you know it's like fatigue isn't it yeah and it's just but just with filming and just doing all that kind of stuff there is so many elements to actually putting this thing together that it's been nice just to put all that stuff to one side and focus on something else that is going to benefit the business you know and like you just said if no one knows what it looks like um if no one knows who i am or anything like that it's all meaningless really isn't it it's all no one's yeah. going to see it and then I'm not going to get the work. So um, it's been nice to focus on that. Something new, something fresh in, a bit of a, a bit of a switch. So it's been good. When we've been doing this podcast so far, Callum, and I've listened back, um, I'm used to sort of listening to myself talking now. So I've got over the fact yeah. that, you know, when you, when you listen to yourself, you think, oh, I sound silly, I sound weird, you know. Once you get over that and you listen to the content, I've realized that I'm sort of sharing a lot of very personal things here that mm -hmm. I wouldn't really share with um, you know, just my friends, my friends in general aren't really interested in this sort of stuff specifically. Yeah. And that's why I think this podcast might be interesting to other people who are in the same sort of situation. You know, people who um, they've got a close group of friends, but maybe the friends are interested in just chilling out, hanging out, playing games and then doing the job. Um, and they feel a bit alone or isolated from other people who are ambitious or they've got a goal. And uh, yeah, I think that's why this podcast could be valuable to that sort of people. What do you reckon, Callum? No, I think you're right. I mean... Because um, we're, we're sharing our lives here, aren't we? We're sharing what we're going through every day, ups and downs and buying a VCR and having to get rid of it and losing 50 quid and, you know. Yeah, I think this is... There's a lot of people, like you've just said, there's a lot of people out there like us who are maybe unsure about getting started and are overwhelmed with the sheer amount of self-development content out there that... It doesn't, it, it doesn't really sort of document the process as such. It documents where they got to after the process. There's loads of that out there. And, and like I said, a lot of those people don't share the, the negatives or the, the personal aspects of the process. And what I really enjoy about this, as well as talking to you, is just sharing really candidly. There is a, not a lot of content out there where people share things candidly, whether it's about their own 
feelings or their own emotions or what their strifes are or the problems that they're having with their projects. So if you are one of those people that is wanting to do this, but you are still a little bit unsure, you haven't really got anywhere to share, um, this podcast is going to be great for you. You'll be able to hear our ups and downs and you can share with us and you can follow us and and get involved with the conversation. And um, so it's not just me and Sam talking all the time. We want to hear about <laughs> what um, what things are happening in your life, what successes you've had, what little failures you might have had on your journey. Hopefully then that will inspire other people to get started and, and, and realize that it isn't plain sailing. It's a lot harder or a lot more difficult, but with the right sort of level of commitment um, and perseverance that good things will happen. So if you are interested in following us, um, and being part of the conversation, you can get involved through Instagram. If you just search for Right Ladder Podcast, you'll find us on there. If you want to send us an email, uh, send us something that we can talk about in, a, in an upcoming episode, um, you can do so at rlpodcast at rightladderproductions.com. Um, and if you are happy for us to share that in the discussion, it'd be great um, because it'd be good to know. Again, there's not just us two that are struggling with this. There are loads of other people out there as well. So get in touch, get involved in the conversation and we look forward to hearing from you. We do. Okay, so for those of you that have listened to previous podcasts, we have a nice segment, which is called Who Are We? Um we still haven't got a better name for that. I haven't no, still waiting for a better name and a jingle. I'm waiting on that jingle, Callum. I want to hear it. That, that's going to be a while, that. But um, <laughs> but what we thought we would do this year, with it being the 1st of January, um, and this episode is going to be about reflections and moving forward and setting goals and things like that for the next year, I thought what we could do, Sam, is have a quick look back at what we've enjoyed this year. You know, this year has been a terrible year for the entire world. But there are those little nuggets of things that we have been able to enjoy um, and sort of get a bit of positivity out of. Would you agree? I 100% agree. Stuff like um, little things pull you through these difficult times. Sometimes when you're having a difficult day, you know, one thing or one book or an episode of something can sort of just push you in the right direction, can't it? Absolutely. That's exactly what I mean. So Sam, tell us something then that um, has helped you get through this year. Well, I had about six months off work from March to August-ish. And in that time, I watched a hell of a, a lot of YouTube videos, Callum. And I'm talking a lot of YouTube videos. Hours? Um, hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. Many, many hours of YouTube videos. A lot of them are quite self-indulgent, like uh, infotainment. So you're watching it and you feel like you're learning a bit, um, but you're yeah. still enjoying it. You know what I mean? But it's still good. Also, I'm very interested in Japan, Japanese culture, and I've been watching a yeah. lot. Of, uh, I watched a lot of J vloggers. That's what they call them, J vloggers. I love vlogging in general, and I love that insight into somebody's life. And I prefer watching vlogs than like TV programs. So I watch a lot of J vloggers. Um, I recommend Abroad in Japan. He's good. Toki Doki Traveller, she's like an Australian J-vlogger, she's cool. And I watched, um, there's like a, a collective called Tokyo Creative, they're really good, I like them too. So that's another recommendation. My third YouTube indulgence is I like to watch videos of nice architecture and houses. And this one is pure self-indulgence, do you know what I mean? There's not much benefit other than it motivates me to make a bit of dollar, so maybe I can have a nice house one day. Okay. Um, uh, I watch a guy called Ennis Yilmaier. 
And the video is a, they're really good. They're like half an hour long and he talks about the architecture of all these nice houses. And Architectural Digest is really good. They go through all like celebrity homes and it, it really interests me. Like the the way people desi- decide to um, organize their space is fascinating to me. Don't know why. It's a relatively new thing, but just little things like that, having that little um, something I can go to and just watch, that's sort of giving me a bit of solace in these difficult times. You know what I mean? That is really cool. Um, isn't there, doesn't Grand Designs do something similar? Have probably uh, i think i've probably seen it but maybe 10 plus years ago if i'm honest yeah. i know lawrence yeah, llewellyn yeah. bowen that name sticks out to me it's a guy with like be- beautiful rooms. hair oh is it changing rooms is it <laughs> mate this is i'm not very good at tv stuff yeah. i had tv um in a long time but yeah, yeah i think i bet that i bet it's the same sort of you know <laughs> uh, same sort of thing yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah. So That's they're my funny. little YouTube recommendations. Let's go over to you. What did you sort of enjoy in 2020? What pulled you through? Right. So I think right at the beginning, um, when we went into lockdown, carried on working. But one of the things that I did sort of latch onto quite a lot was telly more than um, more than games or books or anything else. And I think the simple reason for that was there was so many things that I really wanted to to watch, things that had been recommended to me. And I was in a place where it's like, you might say to me, oh, you should watch this it's really good. And I'm like, yeah, all right, nice one. Never going to watch it because I haven't got the time. So I really sort of looked at the things that um, that were available. And uh, I came across, I watched loads of shows, like I won't go into them, but there was a couple of TV shows that really stood out. And this is excluding Tiger King. Like Tiger King was, everybody watched it. I knew Tiger King was going to get mentioned. I watched it as well. (laughs) It was wonderful, but I'm not going to talk about Tiger King because that's a given. Yeah, uh, yeah. But it was a program called Normal People, which is based on a book by Sally Rooney. And it's um, it's not the normal thing that I would watch from a cinematography perspective. At, at this point, I was getting into it, wasn't I, quite a bit, and really focusing on the art of cinematography as just watching stuff. The way that that was filmed and the colors and the uh, just everything about it was absolutely fantastic. Um, it was really, really captivating. Um, and how they used cinematography techniques to isolate those two from the rest of the world so even if they were at a party there's a swimming pool there's a scene where they're at a big party there's a swimming pool and yeah you'd have the whole like oh this is where they are but then when it came to the part of the conversation or the story about these two characters everything else was still there but they'd use what they call shallow depth of field to sort of blur all that out but they did it so shallowly that even all their faces weren't in in focus and it was literally this tiny little part of the faces and it just made you really feel like think about what they were thinking as opposed to where they were it was just it's hard to explain but it was, it was wonderful and all the colors and the way that the uh the way that it was put together the act the uh, performances were great the actor and the actress were in it excellent that was brilliant but my favorite tv show is one that's been on my list for years and I finally got around to it and that was detectorists now i don't know if you've seen it I've heard of it. I bought a metal detector a few a couple of years ago. Yeah, I've, I've been told to watch it, but I never did. What's it like? It's beautiful. And this is the show that I wish everybody could have watched during lockdown if they didn't. You know, like, because it's just about two people with a very niche hobby and and nobody else really understanding it and how mundane their lives seem to other people. But then also on this backdrop of how mundane their actual hobby is, but how much they love it. Like they love it and they talk about it and they have these really nonchalant, like 
pointless conversations, meaningless, but it, it's full of, it's, it's so good. It's full of love. It's full of care. It's very funny. Um, and it just made me feel really calm and I really enjoyed sitting down and watching it and not having all, all everything else that was going on. It was just nice to come back to. So I would strongly recommend that. I'll um, watch that column. Is it like, a, is it fiction or is it real, you know? No, it's, it's fiction. It's two. So it's Mackenzie Crook who was in the office. Who in the office? Um, oh, what's it? Gareth. The, oh, Gareth. The, the, yeah, yeah Gareth, that guy. That guy. And then the other act is called oh, Toby. I think his name's Toby Jones. Um, yeah, it's Toby Jones. And he is in so much more stuff than you know him for. Like if you saw a picture of him, you're like, oh yeah. But yeah, you don't know guy. what else he's been in. Mm. Yeah, he's a very, very good British actor. And it was just, yeah, wonderful. wonderful and really funny. Um, and I think it's the, a lot of the jokes just come from, or the, the, the comedy at least, come from other people not understanding what you are doing, which is something we've discussed before, isn't it? You know, mm. like people don't need to understand what you're doing as long as you're doing what you enjoy. Um, and that's what's that's what's really good about it. So yeah, oh, I'll give that a watch, man. I'll give that a yeah, watch. Definitely. Um, so as well as them, like I really enjoyed Earth Abides. I've mentioned that in a previous episode. Um, that has led me to read that Station Eleven, which is excellent, and I'm loving it. Um, but I also really enjoy Droid. I'm saying it wrong. I also really enjoyed Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep, which has been on my reading list as well for a very very long time and i was gonna i was a bit skeptical because if i'm perfectly honest i don't think blade runner is a great film i think it looks good and i can understand why it's so successful and why blade runner is up there but for me i just wasn't that interested and the book is infinitely better like i think what deters me from watching blade runner again or sort of trying to is the fact that the, the source material is really good like, yeah this is this is quality and then they made blade runner and it's a completely different thing now I don't know why, you know, that's mm. so, but yeah, the book was really good. Did you read any books? Were you a booker over lockdown? Yeah, I've read a fair few books, but they're all sort of business related or personality building related. Yeah. And I've mentioned a lot of them over the last few podcasts. For example, yeah. Think Think and Grow Rich, yeah. um, 48 Laws of Power. I read Mastery as well. That's a book about finding your life's calling. Very interesting book. I read um, I read the science of getting rich, which was it, it was good, um, very dated, but I still enjoyed it. Oh, I reread Northern Lights, um, the subtle okay. knife, the Golden Compass, and then I've watched the BBC uh, remake. You know the the series. I've, I've, we finished season one and watched the first episode yeah. of season two, and I don't think there are some bits that I'm not quite happy with, but I think they've yeah. done a good job and I am enjoying it. Um, when I started watching movie. it. We're just oh yeah the movie hey. we don't mention the movie that, that was so <laughs> dire really yeah, really dire but yeah I'm enjoying that um, so yeah I've read a fair few books but most of them I've already mentioned and they're all in the same sort of vein really you know yeah yeah no that's fair what about anything that's disappointed you though Sam have you have you got anything that's like you've sort of gone into with anticipation but you've been like oh well actually that wasn't what I wanted or um, th I've not had anything that specifically let me down. I tend to sort of keep my expectations for new releases quite low. I know it's quite sad that I'm such a dirty cynic, but yeah, I tend to not build my expectations up. But what one thing that disappointed me this year was every year we go to like Centre Parks, which is a you know like a British campingy place where you're in nature and there's a swimming pool and stuff and it's nice. 
Uh, yeah, it couldn't go this year because of coronavirus. That was massively disappointing. And actually, in December of 2018, um, I was in Centre Parks doing my designs, you know, and I made the design that has become my number one design today and that's earned me, you know, um, a good few thousand pounds, really. Just that one design took me about half an hour to make. I was sat in nature, surrounded by nature, feeling very comfortable, just chilling nice and early in the morning. Um, just made it like I do all my other ones. And that was the one, you know, that sort of rocketed me to a much higher plateau. Um, so it, it's sort of a little bit, I wouldn't say sacred, but um, yeah, it's, it's important to my mental health to have that sort of respite in nature. And this year I haven't really had it, you know, so that was that was very disappointing indeed, to be honest. Um, not been on a holiday anywhere this year. So, uh, yeah, that sucks, man. <laughs> We're the same. We do quite a few sort of, we'll call them trips, let's say, but they've obviously not happened. So we had plans to go to Auschwitz and spend a week in Poland. That obviously got cancelled. Mm. Um, and that's something that we talked about for a while. It was actually a gift and it was like a birthday gift. And it was really nice. It's something that, oh yeah, we'd like to do this. Yeah, it'd be nice to do that. Um, which was, it was an excellent birthday gift. And then obviously it got, got cancelled. That yeah. sucks. We had tickets to go to see The Lion King. Oh, yeah, the stage show. Yeah, and that's been irritating for the both of us because it got postponed and then it was rebooked. Then it got postponed and it said, please rebook. And we must have done that now three or four times. And I think, I don't even know when we've got it booked for now because it's just, we're not expecting to go anytime soon, but we've kept hold of us tickets. That's just been a constant reminder that things aren't that, great you know like it's like just keeps resurfacing mm. all the time yeah it does weigh um, down on you yeah it does so what we did there is we reflected back on the positive things that kept us occupied or gave us a bit of solace while we were in lockdown um and with it being the 1st of January today, it seems apt to maybe look back at the other things that we have done in our personal lives in terms of business or self-development and growth that we can take forward. Um, so, yeah, Sam, you, you got a quote. Yeah, I found us a little quote. It's only a basic one today. Um, the quote is, life can only be understood backwards, but it must be lived forwards. And I think that basically encapsulates exactly what we're going to do here. We're going to look over what we've done, what's been useful, and pick out a few things that we're going to take into the new year. One thing I definitely am going to take forward from 2020 into the new year is essentially putting money back into my business. Um, mm -hmm. From the very beginning, when I first set up my little businesses, my online stores, uh, my at the start, I was like, right, I'm not going to spend any money. Um, all this income is going to be from nowhere and nothing. And that worked for a long time. But I feel like this year I sort of hit a plateau. I couldn't do enough. Um, I didn't, just one man's work wasn't enough to scale the business as I wanted it to. And I started putting my business profits and um, a percentage of them into paying for designers um, through uh, platforms i've used fiverr if you've heard yeah. of it fiverr, fiverr i've used yeah. fiverr upwork and then i've also used a reddit board called slave labor where people will sort of advertise the services and then or you advertise what you want and then people will bid for it and they'll say oh i'll do it for ten dollars someone else will say i'll do it for nine dollars anyway i found a few independent artists from there and I paid them a, a wage 
And some of the designs that they've made for me have done brilliantly. So that mm. is, it's it's been a bit of a lesson for me because I went from the, at the beginning, I was specifically very frugal and I was like, right, all this money is going straight into my account or my ISA or whatever. And I'm not going to spend any, but now my attitude has completely changed. And I'm like, right, if I put 20% of my profits every month back into the business, the growth will be exponential. And um, yeah, it's been sort of a, a light bulb moment for me um, and a, a change in my way of thinking. So I think I think that along with a couple of other bits, that's probably going to be my main one. I think that in 2021, um, by investing in my business, it's going to grow at a much more rapid level. Um, so what about you, Calm? That's my first one. How about you, mate? Interestingly, mine is also money and more, more specifically my attitude towards money. Um, so at the beginning of the year, when I'd committed to going part-time in November and approached management and, and, and did all of that, I knew that I was going to do it, but I didn't have that confidence. It's a big thing to do, isn't it? It's a big thing to just sort of basically step off the edge of a full-time job with a full-time salary to nothing. Um, so I had to change my attitude to how I was going to manage money. Um, the first thing I did was think about a savings goal. Um, so I put a savings goal in place in preparation for when I went part-time and I met that and that's been, it's been really nice. It's one of those things that you look at it and go, well, do you know what? That worked and now I've got this money to fall back on. Should I fail or should I need a little bit of extra support or emergencies and all those kind of things. Mm. But I think the most important thing from my attitude towards money is I re-evaluated how I lived financially all the way back in January, even though I was still working a part-time job. So I looked at how much I was spending on X, Y, and Z, looked at essentials. Do I need this? Do I need that? No, 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 no. Cut it all out and started living within the means of the estimated part-time salary that I'd worked out. So rather than living within the means of a full-time, I was living within the means of my part-time. Ah, very smart, Callum. And then you, that, you managed to save up that bit as well, that chunk. That's it, that, exactly. And it, it really did fill me with confidence that I can live on the part-time salary. Because a lot of people, the, the thing that a lot of people asked me or the question that I was getting from people all the time when I told them that I was going part-time is, what about the money? Mm. I was like, what? What, what about it? You know, by the time that people knew I was going part-time, I'd already changed how I lived. And I know now going into next year that I can live within the salary that I'm getting. And whilst I want to earn money um, with my, you know, with the video production stuff, it doesn't need to happen. I can. So now I've got those two days where income's not vital. I haven't just packed my job in. I've got income, but I can be completely focused on the art, the craft, the business as a thing I want to grow, as opposed to focusing on where's the money coming from? Where's the money coming from? Where's the money coming from? That relationship that I have now got with it has, has removed the urgency of money from a passion, you know? Mm. Um, yeah, I want, I'd love to earn money for it. I want people to pay me for the services that I provide, but it's not essential, which means I can, my attentions can purely go on the product the craft the things that really matter rather than get a project in do it because i need the money do another one do another one. yeah that's that's, yeah. that's gone it's gone completely so moving into next year like i can't wait to just sort of be able to use that time to its fullest potential rather than having to worry about 
what money those actions are going to bring in now mm. it's what actions you know so yeah that's that's definitely one for me um interesting that it, it's money like money's a big thing so i would that's a tip for everyone i think is just look at how you are working with your money evaluate it and it's a scary thing though it can be a bit scary if you've been putting it off for a long time and you're just yeah. sort of spending even 50 quid more than you were and you know you, you're going in down the slippery slope aren't you you're going in the wrong direction yeah. and it is scary to reevaluate. um but yeah i think that is a good tip for everyone to um to assess or reassess your relationship to your money and your income my the reason why i'm doing all this business stuff is once i've hit my business goal my passive income goal my savings goal um after that's done then i'm going to move on to sort of the creative aspect i want to create in fact i'll tell you i'll be a bit candid here um i decided a, a good few years ago now uh probably 15 years ago but anyway i was playing final fantasy 9 which i borrowed from you callum and i was like one day i want to create something as good as this i don't care what it is i want to make Mm -hmm. something as good as this and that sort of has still been my prevailing goal so first step one is going to be um business and make some dollar and have fun doing it and learn and then step two once i've got that dollar then i'm going to focus on that creative passion aspect do you know what i mean that you're you're currently doing both at the same time callum and that for that i applaud you do you know what i mean you've got the good balance whereas i'm doing business first then pleasure you're sort of mixing them together and doing it successfully it seems you know Anyway, anyway, so what's number two? What's another thing that you are going to take forward? Or is it my turn? It doesn't matter. I'll crack on. Um, My second one that I'm really happy with and taking into the next year is niching down. So uh, when I first started, uh, my head was everywhere and I didn't know what it was that I wanted to do. I had no focus. All I wanted to do was make this. Um, And... more recently, over the last few months, especially going part-time, I've had the time to consider my actions. What am I going to do? Um, and essentially, you know, Right Ladder Productions now is a video production service for the small charity and social enterprise. And by having just by having the time to sort of sit down and go, what do I want to do? What do I like? Well, I like helping people. And I really enjoy being in these environments, the nice positive environments. A lot of the time, sometimes, you know, they might not be, but the environments are positive, they're supportive. That's where I want to be. My focus is now very much like, bang, there it is. You know, this is what I am doing. Whereas before I was like, I want to do a bit of this. I want to do a bit of, let's film houses. Let's make short films. Let's do this. Let's do that. Like you've just said, I kind of want to end up making short films or working on projects with other people like shorts or whatever. Mm. but I want my arguably day-to-day thing to be something very specific and that is it. And now I know how successful that's been for me and how it's filled me with confidence and positivity and a sense of direction. I'm taking that idea of niching down and applying it to next year to other things. I don't want to have so much stuff that nothing gets done. Yeah, I'm with you. It's been been really nice to know that if you can just get that focus and that sense of direction, things start happening and things start moving forward. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Everything I've ever read about this sort of stuff says set your goal and move towards it. Like um, in The Strangest Secret by Earl Nightingale. I sent you that, didn't you, Colin? Yeah, yeah. Great listen. 
he says, imagine a ship um, that goes, sets out into open ocean with no captain, no destination, and no compass. It's going to end up washed up on a beach somewhere, useful to nobody. Yeah. But once you've got your captain, once you've got your compass and your destination, which is essentially what you've got, Callum, you do want to end up making short films. But, you, you know, your, uh, your compass and your crew and that are doing it through these charities and social enterprises. You're working towards your destination through a set course. And that yeah. is when you start... Imagine using a knife on cheese, but the knife is really thick. Ain't going to cut the cheese very well. But if you use a nice, thin, pointy knife, you're going to cut straight through that cheese. So, uh, yeah, I can already see you cutting the cheese, Callum, uh, through your uh, little bits on your Instagram and stuff you tell me. It's nice to see you making progress. Oh, yeah. Also, what I was going to say earlier when you were talking about your rebranding is that... It looks really good. I uh, I had a look at it on your Insta and uh, yeah, it's really snazzy. It seems the the aesthetic of the branding is very fit to purpose, if you know what I mean. Uh, did you do it yourself or did you uh, did you hire somebody in? No, no, it's the brother, um the brother of a friend. Um I'll sort of link all his Instagram stuff uh later on if people are interested, but yeah, he's done a great job. Like it, it's really it looks good. Great. I was, like, it really does. happy with it. Looks um, good, man. So like as I was saying earlier, like with the planning and stuff, he's, I've kind of sent him um, quite an exhaustive list of things that I would like him to design that are all in line with it. So text ties in and images and icons and all these things that I want to use, they're all designed by him and it all flows through the website. So, you know, um, and again, because the only reason why it's kind of come out this way is because I focused on it. You yeah. Know, it's not being, yeah. Can you do me this? Can you do me that? I've You've given like, him a definite this. specification because you know what you want and he's done it and it looks sick. looks really and good. It works. Absolutely. So yeah, ne- like for next year, I'm going to be taking this. Oh, I appreciate that, by the way. The fact that you like nah, it. No, it's cool. It's, I do it's, like it. Man. It's good. <laughs> um, I am going to be taking that next year and applying it to so many other things, like just finding focus in different aspects of life and just doing them for a bit. Don't worry about achieving everything at once because it's just not going to happen. Um and well, the, the last thing, the last thing that I've got written down here in terms of what worked well this year is I set a goal of um, reading 12 books this year. Um, very, very quick overview, but I smashed it. Um, but they were all fiction. Uh, the, yeah, they were all fiction. There was only like one nonfiction book in there. Um, but like you, I read uh, His Dark Materials, Subtle Knife and everything. Oh, yeah, at the beginning, good books. beginning of the year. They were good. They were okay, yeah. Um, Androids, Earth Abides. Um, so I'm gonna definitely gonna take that forward next year. But I think read a few more non-fiction books that are more supportive of um the goals that I'm trying to achieve. Just like you say, you read a lot of these books that support you with you achieving your goals. I think there's a lot of knowledge there to be had. And not that I've necessarily skipped over it this year, but now I know that I'm going to be focusing and niching down on specific things i can also do the same with the books and read the right books not just any old book that some instagram post tells me is the best thing since sliced bread Mm. it's for purpose like the ones that i've got here so so yeah that was quite good i'm gonna take that forward next year as well what about you mate any more um yeah the uh, another thing that i'm definitely going to take forward is is taking care of and decorating my space now as you as you know callum a few years ago, um, and since I moved out essentially at 22, the space I have lived in has been horrifically messy. 
and cluttered and I was the guy, yeah. honestly, I was notorious yeah. for it. I was the guy that like, if anyone had something they didn't want, I'd probably take it and I wouldn't make good use of it. It'd sit somewhere. I might use it for, you know, if it's a book, I might have a look at it or I might put it on a shelf or more than likely it'd end up in a corner or on the floor. And yeah, I've always lived in a very messy, disorganized space. Um, in my old flat, I kept, I had four live birds living in the same room as me, free flying, you know, the cages were yep. never shut. And uh, the seeds that were scattered all over the floor, they used to make a massive mess. And uh, the seeds on the floor, Callum, began to grow. So I had a nice little indoor garden. Anyway, my space has always been extremely messy. And this year specifically, I've started taking a bit of pride in my space. I've started putting up some art pictures I like. Um, and I've started keeping things tidy and organized. And um, my mind is more organized since I've started doing this. Um, I think I read a quote a long time ago. I think it was from a it's from a very old book, but it was something like, um, before you put the world in order, put your own house in order first. And I think it goes along yeah. with what I said last time about making your bed. By being yeah, organized, yeah. definite, and on top of things, it sort of that pervades throughout your life. And now yeah, yeah. I'm a very clean, tidy, and organized man. And if you had told me that five years ago, I would not have believed you. No way. Do you no, remember what my bedroom was like, Callum, yeah, when you used to come over I to remember. my house? Yeah, your childhood bedroom. Every bit of my even, life. I can't even describe how bad it was. But but we were. T but I think it's kind of like teenagers is fine, isn't it? But I think also you having your own space, it's your responsibility. You've had your parents and me have you do this. No. And like you've said before, if someone asks you to do something. Yeah, I'm like, nope, do not doing it now. <laughs> yeah. You can ask me as many so, times as you want. <laughs> so, yeah. But, you know, it's, uh, it's, I think it is important. It's a good one. That That's something that I think I've managed quite well. You have, um, Callum. You're good at that anyway. You're good at that anyway. I think because it just makes me feel awful. Like, I just don't like, like at the minute, there's a few things out, but it's all necessary. But also working in one room uh, and having other things in it that aren't necessarily focused around work. Like I've got my drum kit here and all these other little things. They need to be in the right place because there's such limited space. As soon as I put something down, it looks mm. a mess you know yeah. it's one of those but yeah it's, it's a big deal it's a bit of uh, like feng shui sort of business do you know what i mean yeah i mean yeah, i don't yeah. know anything about that but that's what i feel like it's the same sort of vein it's the same sort of you know if you organize your space then it's like it's like organizing your mind for me it is anyway yeah. Like, yeah. i enjoy washing the pots nowadays i'm a weirdo but that that is my second thing i'm taking through to the next year well i won't be able to not now i feel like it's it's become a part of me and basically being organized, taking care of where I live and decorating it with things I care about. And then mm. the, the final one, which is a massive one, something that 2020 has taught me is to always follow an investment strategy. Like, okay. um, I bet some of the listeners are probably interested in investing in investments. And in March 2020, yeah. when coronavirus hit, when it first hit in China, on all the investment forums and things that I follow, they were saying, everyone was saying, oh no, pull out now, pull out quick. Things are going to tank. Corona's coming, you know. Yeah. And they did initially begin to tank, but then the market continued going up. And it didn't just continue going up slowly. It's gone up a lot. You know, the the, right. the market in general, if you follow a uh, an index of the market, it's gone up by, I think, um, between 15 and 20%. My investment strategy, the backbone of it, is putting some money in an index fund which tracks the market every month. And if you pulled out in March and waited for a better entry once it had dipped... 
there wasn't one and you'll have missed out in 20 odd percent gains so if you pulled mm. out a hundred grand let's say um, in march 2020 when everyone was scared um and you know essentially going against your strategy um then you will have lost 20 grand in gains um do you yeah. know what i mean yeah, and, yeah. and if you set this strategy, say five years ago, right, I'm going to keep putting in, no matter what the market does, keep putting in a consistent amount every month. And, you know, um, and then if you fo- if you'd have followed that, then you'd have made massive gains. If you didn't follow it, then you've lost money. So, yeah, it's it's sort of a, a um, I think, yeah, it, this year has been an example of why you'd continue following a strategy that you've set years ago. If you've set a goal... And you set a str- you've decided on a specific path to get there. Um, you shouldn't go against it unless there's a very, very yeah. good reason. And yeah, this has been the perfect example of that, really. Um, a lot yeah. of people are very upset. And people who consider themselves experienced investors who pulled out in March, you know, even though they haven't their entire life, but they're like, oh, no, yeah, this yeah. is global pandemic. I'm going to pull out. They've lost out massively and they, they mm. won't be able to find as good an entry um, for who knows how long, maybe ever. So yeah, yeah. Follow, you, follow your investment strategy, but also whatever your strategy is, follow it through and don't be deterred. Unless, of course, you hit a, a natural barrier, an insurmountable barrier, you know? Yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm going to take through to from 2020 to 2021. I've learned a lot this year. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I think those three are specific things that I'll remember. So last last year for me was a year of learning somewhat, but a lot of the goals were specific, but there was only a couple and it was kind of um, a bit of a juggling act and just trying to figure things out. And because they've paid off for me, I definitely think there is a, um, the, the importance of them has just been escalated so much for me. Like they've become so much more important. Um, but it was also a time for me last year where a lot of things just didn't, I got frustrated myself a lot. So, um, my focus is terrible. Again, I'm going to be quite candid here. My focus is terrible. And I think, and and being present, and I think a lot of this is down to the fact that I am quite an anxious person. Mm. Um, And me venturing into something new has not helped that either. I'm quite an anxious person. I'm relatively comfortable most of the time. I'm a highly functioning person that does have some kind of anxious traits um, or irritability when things just don't feel quite right. Um, and when I was sort of starting on this venture, one of the things that I wanted to do was know everything at once. I need to be able to do this now, 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 Mm. now. Um, and I just cannot be present in the moment. Everything that I've been trying to do is just a constant distraction. Like YouTube was a massive distraction. Um, me who doesn't even really like social media, sit on Instagram, sit on Facebook, try and learn everything at once. And, and I want, and this isn't just work. It's like reading. Like I wanted to read a book, this book. I want to read this book. I want to read this book. Ooh, I want to read that. Ooh, I want to read that. I've bought four books this year, read the first two pages and then, or, or however many pages and then put them down and then start something else mm. and do this. And then nothing gets done. Nothing gets completed. And, and, and with the exception of going part-time and meeting those savings goals, I don't get anything done. I feel like I wasted a hell of a lot of time. And it was just due to the fact that I didn't have this focus. 
didn't have any sort of um, understanding of just how impactful and important these goals are, then, you know, just nothing got done. And even to the point where I was procrastinating, it even got to the point where I was procrastinating so much that with things like YouTube and planning for the future, that nothing got done now. Everything's like what I'm going to do. Like, oh, I can't do that. I can't do that because I need this. Or I can't do that because I've not watched that video about it that I've got on my watch list. And you're like, oh my God, just do it. So going into next year, that is one of the main things that I'm going to be doing. Um, And it's going to be niching down and focusing on supporting myself, becoming more present in the moment and actually understanding what's happening right now rather than being distracted in other people's worlds or other things that just don't matter to what I'm doing right now. Um, and just working on my focus and um, slowing down, calming down and just really prioritizing and thinking about what actually matters. Um, I've spoken to a couple of other people about this, like my housemate, Mike, he's been really supportive. He knows he must know what I'm like. Um, and he's given me a load of books uh, by Alan Watts. I don't know if you've read any Alan Watts. I have. I've read a lot of Alan Watts. Very right. good. So, so here, so in in regards to working on becoming present and focused, that is where I'm going to focus most of my nonfiction reading. Um, I'm not really going to venture into YouTube and wormholes on the internet about this stuff because it itself is a distraction. I want to go to the source. Yeah, do, go do to you see, the source. Do you see what I mean? I do know what you mean. So, I mean, I've got The Way of Zen, which I started, that I'm having a break from at the minute, just because, again, lack of focus. I started reading Station Eleven, and I started reading a comic that I've got over there. Then I started reading this, and I read The Cure, your Auntie Rachel's book. Oh, yeah. You know, I got I got sort of distracted. So I've got The Way of Zen. I've got Still the Mind. I've got The Watercourse Way. I've got Out of Your Mind, all by Alan Watts that I'm going to sort of Maybe not read them all, but, you know, that's a good starting point um, for me to sort of help myself get better and more focused um, on all those kind of things. I want to learn to just be able to slow down, take a step back. And what's really interesting about this is that I agree with him, Mm. you know, and I think that's really important. I haven't read much at all, but when I'm reading it, it resonates with me and I can see why I am the way I am and stuff. So this is going to be really valuable. I think it's something like the stuff Alan Watts talks about, about, you know, you're not your thoughts and this sort of stuff. It's stuff that you already know. It's stuff that, you know, it's human nature to feel and know, but we forget. We're swept up with, you know, these little things, little thoughts, little anxieties, little needs to do this, need to do this. You get caught up in it and it, um, it unseats you almost. It does. And I know that this is a practice. This is not a thing that this is not a cure all, you know, just reading these books is going to be things in there that I need to practice. It might work. It might not work. Things mm. might work for me is and not for other people and vice versa, but I do. I, I agree with it. I really like it. So that's going to be something massively that I'm working on. So one of my things next year is focusing solely on becoming more present, um, maybe practice some mindfulness or look at creating and cultivating a bit of silence where I am free of those distractions. Um, and 
you know, uh, removing ex- some external factors and things like that. Because last year, I, c- y- y- I know it. I mean, I wasn't sleeping or anything. I just know that my mind is bang, 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 mm. all over the place all the time. That needs to stop because it's making me angry and stressing me out. And that's just, that's just my mind ticking over. That's not even any external factors. That's all made by me, <laughs> you mm. know? Um, so yeah, like, um, that's something that just can't happen anymore. You know, I've got work and I've got my business. They need to come first. And, and, and obviously as COVID has shown us last year, the people that matter to us need to come first as well. So a lot of this other stuff that just doesn't matter is going to get eradicated and hopefully starting to focus on this and myself and those, those people. It's going to be going to be a better year for, for that focus and stuff like that. So Mate, I'm with you there. I love all that sort of stuff. I spent a few years um, when I sort of when I when I was diagnosed with diabetes, and I went, I got to the point where I was like, "This is going to make me ill," you know, if I don't look yeah. after myself. Yeah, yeah. It was a difficult time for me, and I got into a lot of that sort of stuff. And do you know what? Once you do sort of still the mind and find your inner self, your real little bit that's not your mind, that's not your body, whatever it is, just that little calm inside, it, it does wonders, man. And I'd like to recommend yeah. um, a, a book called uh, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Yeah. The Power of Now, it's good. It, it Basically, it's the same old stuff. It's, you know, yeah. be present and that, you know, be present and... Um, separate yourself from your mind and focus on the bit that's actually you and it's just got some really good techniques and information it's a it's a good little book I recommend that book and then also i'm i'm into a bit of the older uh, stoicism stoicism don't know how to pronounce it yeah. so maybe some uh, marcus aurelius you know the old roman guy uh, the meditations of marcus aurelius that's a really good book too i yeah, love anything like loads that i've got there's loads I've got on a list. I mean, this I'm not just going to read these. I think um, the power of now has definitely come up a lot. And I'm even going to look at other books, like this one called Deep Work, uh, The Flow State, looking at how you can get yourself into a position of sort of, um, what's the word? Productivity. Mm. You know, I think once I've I can that. get, like you said, understand yourself, you know, get yourself comfortable and using this, then focus on that. Mm. Um because I think being able to maximize the time that you've got is also really important. So yeah, no, I appreciate that, mate. There, I'll I'll definitely look into those mm. for sure. Yeah, it's a valid, it's so, a yeah, a good goal you've got there. Yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> what about you then, Sam? So, what other things are you gonna? I know you've kind of you've talked about things that haven't really worked well for you already. So, what goals have you got going into next year then? Like, or what things? What's well. Or what specific goals have you got for next year? Um, so for this year in 2021, uh, I'm going to stick to my primary goal, which I set in June 2018, which is I want to make a thousand pounds every month in passive income every month. And yeah. uh, I'm getting close to that point now, you know, over December and November. Um, yeah, I've, I've, I've got close to that point. But first, I'm going to meet that goal. And that's going to be my primary goal all year long. I'm not straying from it. Once I've hit that, then I can reassess and make my next goal. So that's going to be number one. Um, I know it is a financial goal, but I've set it and I'm not deviating from it and I'm going to get it. Do you get me? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Agree. So that yeah. is that's my overarching goal. But also... I do need to be more organized with my exercise routine. At the moment, it's sort of, um, 
you know, when I've got a couple of hours in an evening, oh, I'll do some weights and then it might be another eight days and then I'll be like, oh yeah, I'll do some stretching. It's not organized, it, but and it needs to be. I need to sort of set yeah. an exercise goal, you know, twice a week, mm-hmm. weights, once a week weights, once a week running or something like that or, you yeah. know, uh, something that's going to get my heart going. I don't need to be ripped. I just need to be healthy. And currently yeah. I'm not organized. It's, it's, what, it's the one section of my life that I've still not sort of strategized for. And that is something in the new year that I plan to do. It's a bit of a... Uh, a bit of a cliche, isn't it? Starting a new exercise routine in the start of a new year. So, uh, yeah. Gym membership and all that. Exactly, exactly. So I know it does sound a bit cliche, but yeah. that is the plan, Callum. Um, and I'll I'll keep you updated um, on that one. Very good. So, yeah. So my, I'm going to follow my main goal, exercise. And then also I've been learning Japanese. I plan to keep that going. And I would like to achieve, um, the, they call it N5, there's right. there's N five to N one um, to do to teach Japanese in Japan, which I don't plan to do. I think you need at least N two. N one is considered fluent conversational Japanese. N five is sort of a uh, it's not a specifically useful qualification, but it's it's the lowest level of um, Japanese uh, competency essentially. And I took a test last year, a, a mock N five, and I think I got sixty two percent and seventy percent of the passing grade. So I would like to do that, and I am going to set it as a yearly goal, which means I will I will do my best to achieve it. But it's going to be number three on the ranking. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's not something yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm charging headfirst towards. First, I'm going to meet my main goal, and then also uh, for a long time, I I've been sort of gently looking for a group um, that focuses on things that we are interested in, and I'd, I'd define right. that as um, people who are. Um, moving or advancing towards a worthy goal or ideal no matter what it is and also becoming a better person becoming a better man um, becoming more organized or finding your inner peace or becoming the master of yourself I'd like to find a group of people who are specifically um, oriented towards these sort of things but it's not something I've encountered in my entire life really so uh, I'm always on the lookout. I feel like I don't know if it exists, Callum. No, the podcast is here. That's what we're doing, isn't it? I suppose this is where we start. We could be that beacon, Sam. We could be, Callum. <laughs> You're right, mate. We are that beacon. So, um, so yeah, for sure. Uh, anything else? Or anything else for me? Hmm, no, I like to. I don't like to set too many solid goals. Yeah. I like to pick one solid one that I am going to achieve, and the rest will sort of be secondary goals. Do you know what I mean? Um, yep. So th- I'm happy with that for 2021. My main goal: thousand pounds a month in passive income, um, and mm-hmm. then exercise Japanese. I think, yeah, I think that's enough for me for now. What about you, Callum? Uh, well, I've kind of already mentioned the first one. I think the most important for me is that becoming more present and calming down, slowing down, still in my mind a little bit and actually improving my ability to focus, um, eliminate as many distractions as possible and all that. Because I think without that, all the other things are irrelevant. They won't, I won't succeed in them as much as I would like. Mm. So that's an ongoing thing that I'm going to be doing all year, practicing becoming more present. Um, The second is my habits and the only habit that I am going to try and evolve and grow is my morning and evening routines. I like it. So I really, really enjoyed, and this sounds bizarre because some people be like, well, I really enjoyed waking up at 6am and do a little bit of exercise and then read 
and chill out. And I loved it because it was work was part of my day, not my day. So I used mm. to get up and enjoy some me time before going to work, doing my job and then finishing with a bit of me time and stuff that went out the window. So I am going to try looking at one or building a new routine within this sort of like pandemic world, because it was the pandemic that kind of knocked it off kilter. I want to get back on again. And with my evening routines, I know I do a hell of a lot of things that are stimulating too late in the day. Hmm. Um, whether it's playing games, whether it's watching a movie um, or watching a vid- videos, whatever it is, it's too stimulating, too much blue light, they call it. Mm. Um, that need That needs to go. So throughout the year, I just want to sort of get into a routine in the morning and an evening that works. So there's that. I am going to continue, like I said, take forward my mindset on money. Um, so I haven't set a financial goal yet in terms of how much I want to save, but probably around two and a half to three thousand pounds, hopefully, if I can do it. Mm. Um, but I haven't I haven't committed to a number yet just because I haven't had really thought about it over the over the break. So that's my financial goal. I can do that. It is certainly achievable. Um, a fitness goal. Okay. So this year I am going to run a thousand kilometers. If we can, I'm also going to do the Sheffield half marathon, but I don't think they're going to go ahead this year either. Mm. Um, and then my business goal by August of 2021, I want to have at least three small charities or social enterprises that have me on their books as their go-to person. So not necessarily getting loads and loads of work all the time, but having these solid uh, relationships with these people so that even if the work's quiet, I could be doing things in the background to be building the relationships and the professional uh, relationship that we'll have. That's my goal. That is a good goal. It's definite. You've set a time scale and you're already well on the way to achieving that, mate. Yeah, uh, I've got a couple. I've got two or three already, but it's like I've worked with them. I haven't sort of developed the relationship. Yeah, you want it cemented, don't you? You want to be yes, the guy. That's it. That's it. My goal is to be that guy. So Yeah, I would like to mention though, my work, the charity I work for and have worked for for eight years, we have your video at the very top of our website. As soon as you click on the website, yeah. video you've made. Yeah, yeah. As soon as you walk into our cafe, which has a massive turnover, which used to be before COVID, full every single day. We've got your yeah. pictures on the walls, your work on the walls. Um, yeah. Three times a year, like for our summer, Christmas, and whatever event we do, you have done those videos last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. do you know what I mean? You're already yeah. pretty much in there at my work. I'll uh, tell you that yeah. much. Oh, I appreciate that. And But that's what I want. I want them to be able to say, oh, we need uh, a fundraiser video. We're, you know, we're trying to raise money for a new kitchen or a new facility. We mm. need to have a uh, a video or a bit of content to go with that. Who, who are you going to call? Yeah. And if that can be three people, three companies, I'll be happy. That's cool. You can you definitely know, do and, that, man. I'm and I'm sure working I'm working on them already, so that's good. And then I've got another few things in the pipeline, but you know, that's that. Uh, so yeah, those are our, those are my goals. Those are our goals. I think they're all pretty achievable. And we will be sort of talking about those on a monthly basis. Yeah, we can reassess. We can compare at this time next year, Carlo, and see if we've achieved them or at least got close, you know. So we're almost at the end of the episode, but before we finish, Sam and I, again, just want to give you a few recommendations of what you could potentially do 
in regards to planning for 2021. Again, as we said last time, we aren't professionals. These are just kind of really effective things that have worked for us as individuals. So Sam, have you got any anything that you want to sort of share with people? Yeah, my strategy for goal setting is don't set too many goals because like we talked about earlier, you've got to be like that sharp knife cutting through the cheese. Just pick one really good one and a few ones which are still important, but as long as you've got the one, you've got your focal point, you've got your axis. Um, I think it was Warren Buffett, the investor guy, you know, right, good investor, who's also got the same birthday as me. But anyway, he did an interview talking about setting goals. And he said to this guy, right, sit here and write down 25 goals you want to do in your life. So this guy sat down and wrote down 25 goals. And he's like, right, now pick five and cross 20 out, forget those 20, cast them aside, forget them completely. And then he was like, right, now pick the top one. And he picked it and he was like, right, that's the goal you're working towards and the rest are ones which you cons- which you can consider doable. The rest of them, don't even give one thought to them. So essentially, you've got to pick what you want to do and stick to it and do it. Otherwise, your attentions will be scattered. You know, you'll, you'll um, start one project, a couple of weeks later, move on to a next project, have another idea, and you'll never get anything done. So my main tip is pick one goal and work towards it. It's so simple, but it seems so few people manage to do it. It's so easy to have that attention divided. And like like you said earlier, Callum, you do start feeling that fatigue. You're like doing the same thing, working towards the same goal. It can wear on you a little bit, but tough, you know, you've got to, you've got to deal with your fatigue, you know, have a little rest, do things you enjoy, but keep smashing towards that goal. And uh, that is where you will see results. Um, How about you, my friend? What would you say is your recommendation? Well, you've like, that's pretty much what I was going to say. But to (laughs) add to that, to add to that, I think it's looking at it as a process. I often want, and as we've said before, I want things to happen like that. Yeah. And, uh, they just don't. Um, and when the process, there's two ways of looking at the process. You could look at it as something that's quite arduous and taxing, which it can be, but shift your mindset with it a little bit, fall in love with the process and making mistakes and making those small bits of progress as opposed to just believing that it's never going to happen or achieve it. You know, you're never going to achieve it. That's a good one, man. Yeah. If you do sort of fall in love with the grind because you've got the result in mind, that's when you you sort of slip into do you know you talked about the flow zone you know yep. that yeah, is yeah, that yeah, is what yeah. it is and you're right the process it's important to remember you can't just like shove a seed in the ground and be like right i want a tree now come on be a tree come on but it's not you a tree yet it, mate, isn't it? yeah you yeah. gotta water it gotta wait ages it's gonna slowly grow up and build and get bigger and bigger and um, so yeah that is a very pertinent and important thing to remember the process for sure so that is the end of the Right Ladder Podcast 2021 episode one. Yes, New Year's special. New Year's Year special. So it's, you know, almost um, almost a new season. I might change it up. This is season two. We've we've done the, the 2020 stuff. This is a new, a new journey, a new chapter for us and for everybody out there, um, whether you're listening or not. <laughs> so if you've enjoyed this podcast and you'd like to get involved, please get involved. We love sharing our stories and our progress. It's quite a... A nice process is cathars. Yeah, cathartic it is. It's nice to talk about this stuff, man. Yeah, it's a nice thing for us to talk about. We enjoy it, but ultimately we want you to enjoy it as well. And if you've got anything that you want to share with us and want us to sort of talk about on the podcast, please send us a message on Instagram at 
Right Ladder Podcast. You can find us on there. And on the email as well, which is rlpodcast at rightladderproductions.com. Um, we want to hear how your year is going, um, what successes and failures you've had. You know, let Sam and I make that. Um, as Sam said earlier, he wants to get involved or talk to people that are like-minded uh, and are sharing this passion and interest in self-development and, and achieving goals. Send us, send us messages, get involved. We'd love to share it with everyone. Yeah, for sure, man. I would absolutely love that. That would be so cool. Maybe this could be, maybe this could be the start of something, Callum. Maybe our group, um, you know, we could be like the founding fathers in America. We could be that group of people starting from the Right Ladder podcast. I mean, I'm going to, it's not likely, I admit, but who knows? Maybe we'll create an amazing group of intelligent people who are all working on bettering themselves. How cool would that be? That would be sick. All right. Excellent. Right. So the next episode will be on the 1st of February. We'll talk about everything that we've done over the next month and please get in touch and we will share your stories as well. We um, will. But that's it for me, I think. You got anything else to add, Sam? I don't think so. I think we've had a good little sesh today. I've enjoyed it. Uh, hopefully yeah. next time we can be in the same room rather than doing it online. That'd be nice. Yeah, um, we said that last time, didn't we? But again. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It we'll is what see. it is for now. Enjoy the process. Yeah, enjoy the process. <laughs> <laughs> Got it in there already. All right. Thank you very much, everybody. And we shall see you on the 1st of February. Yes. Yeah, see, see you, you soon. Later. Thank you, Callum. See you later, mate. Bye. See ya.